After Saturday rainout with NYCFC, New York turns their attention to the last of three games with Chicago at Red Bull Arena coming up this Saturday. We talk about that, plus we check in with New York Red Bull 2 midfielder Daniel Edelman. With Connor Lade, this is Matt Harmon. Time for another episode of Red Bull Weekly. Another Saturday and more rain. Yikes. What a scene it was at Red Bull Arena on Saturday night. Good to be back with you here on Red Bull Weekly with my podcast partner, Connor Blade. This is Matt Harmon. We're brought to you, as always, by our good friends at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. Uh, Connor, it was like, what's the saying? Deja vu all over again. We had already seen this play out once during the course of the year. Who would have thought twice over the span of not just a season, but over a couple of weeks, it was absolutely crazy on Saturday at RBA. Yeah, I don't know what we did to Mother Nature and why she's doing this to us, but what a, what a buzzkill on Saturday night. And I know uh, everyone was excited for the New York Derby, and obviously it's a very disappointing not to be able to have that played. Um, so we're just going to have to let that anticipation build a little bit more. Because that was that was uh, that was a wild one, that's for sure. Wild in a lot of regards. You know, it was a matchup that I think everyone was obviously looking forward to because you get to this point of the season, and every game has so much meaning. And I don't mean to say that you know games, let's say one through ten, don't have a lot of meaning because obviously they do. All the points are the same. But if you wait until the middle of August to play the team that literally is in the neighborhood across the street from you, uh, in essence, and then it gets canceled, there was such a good electricity and buzz to Red Bull Arena. Um, I know everyone has said, you know, feel bad for the fans, and I and I would be in agreement with that. But it was nice to see Red Bull Arena with that kind of jump to it. Absolutely. You know, you know when uh, New York City comes to Red Bull Arena and vice versa, the fans come out. And uh, I think that's it's disappointing because I feel like that's uh, the marquee game of the year that everyone's looking forward to, um, especially the first one kind of setting the tone against each other for the year. And like I said, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer to get that going. But I think it's disappointing even more so that kind of New York or Red Bulls, uh, you know, get a big result against Columbus midweek. Obviously not ideal going into – uh, Derby having a midweek game where you put a lot into that match coming off uh, a couple bad results to have a little bit short kind of short time to to prepare for that and I know a lot of emotions go into preparing for that match physically emotionally just to get everything going for that so I guess in you can look at a silver lining maybe you get a little bit of rest but I don't know you got to fit another game now into the season and I'm not sure you're going to have much rest going into the the next rescheduling one either so I think definitely overall disappointing on the day I know the players you know you get up for a game like that you sit in the locker room and you're waiting to get out there and they still want to play you know it could they could tell it's 1 a.m. they'd still want to play that game so I know and I know I think the fans would have stuck around all that time as well but you know, there's there's rules around the league, and I think everyone has to adjust to it. So, disappointed not to have the game played, especially with the buzz around the arena. 
hard to watch as the players came out for the warm-up. I mean, okay, you're going to get wet. I mean, that's just part of it, right? And the thunder, the lightning, that had kind of dissipated. But to watch the ball not be able to go, I don't know, two feet, three feet without stopping was was pretty funny. So, again, Connor, you know, as you said, um, the makeup date hasn't been announced. You know it's going to be at some point over the course of the next couple of weeks or, or even two months, which means the schedule gets jam-packed. But now we've got to look forward to the game on Saturday with Chicago, a team that New York handled when they played early in the year at Red Bull Arena, had a terrible start to the matchup at Soldier Field. So you'd think, you know, that game in the, in the recent memory, a little bit of revenge and a little bit of sharpness going into it, but a big three points on the line uh, coming Saturday night again at Red Bull Arena. Absolutely. I think that's a huge matchup. Uh, you know, Chicago, one of the better performances of the early part of the season. Uh, getting the win at home at Red Bull Arena. And then, like you mentioned, going to Chicago and such a disappointing start. And you dig an early 2 nothing hole going on the road there. It's it's tough to come back from. So definitely a little bit of revenge coming. Uh, I know that it's going to be, you know, a team who, you know, is very dangerous right now. They've got a lot of quality in that team and they're starting to find their form. And so yet another team below the playoff line who's fighting and clawing to get their way up there. And I think it's going to be a, a massive game. And I know, you know, kind of going into the week, you get a little bit more rest. So I think uh, get get a couple guys back from injuries, get everyone together. And I know there's a there's a really good vibe around the training facility right now. Uh, the guys are super focused on Chicago. They know what's at hand. You got to start collecting results, especially in the uh, this part of the year. And you got to string together um, some good performances to get yourself going. And I think it's going to be a, a massive game and a massive performance from the guys. It was to be the third of a four-game homestand. Now it turns out to be the middle of a three-game homestand with D.C. Uh, after the Labor Day weekend. Obviously, there's no midweek games this week because of the Major League Soccer All-Star game taking place. Connor, because of all that, we're able to put together an interview that we've been looking forward to, and that is our guest today, New York Red Bull 2 midfielder Daniel Edelman, uh, the young New Jersey player, just 18 years old out of Warren Township. He's going to join us after the break, a guy that you are so high on. You know, the one game that you and I worked together doing the New York Red Bull 2, I've watched some of the broadcasts that you've done. You've been on this kid without question. I love Daniel Edelman. I, there's no there's no hiding it. Uh, I think as a player who is, you know, really fearless on the field, uh, it's it's a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde situation because you talk to him off the field and he's probably one of the nicest kids in the world and you know very you know a little bit quiet um, but he steps on that field and flips a switch and man he's got some fire in him and as a young player playing within that team he's taking such a big leadership role uh, you know John Wolnick obviously is still you know cautious to throw a lot at him because he's such a young player still but he he's anxious to to become a big leader in that team he's obviously had some massive performances this year I just love every time he steps on that field he's throwing his body on the line you, I don't know if any of you watched the the game on the weekend or last week but he he's just an animal and uh, I love the I love the fire he brings obviously very well regarded in the New York Academy or the Red Bulls Academy system and I think it's uh, a player for Red Bulls fans they should be keeping track of because he's got a bright future We'll talk to him after a quick break. As always, this is New York Red Bull Weekly. We are brought to you by NJIT. Back with New York Red Bull 2 midfielder Daniel Edelman right after this quick timeout. 
New York Red Bulls Weekly brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry-ready engineers in more than 20 fields. If it's engineering, it's at NJIT. Number one in the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at njit.edu. Back here on New York Red Bull Weekly with Connor Laid, I'm Matt Harmon. Reminder on the MLS side of things, it's New York and Chicago playing Saturday night at Red Bull Arena. Game time is at 6 o'clock. Steve Jolly and I will have the radio call for you starting at 5 o'clock. And I believe we are going to be downstairs in the beer garden to do our pregame show. So swing by and uh, feel free to say hello. I would say we'd have nice new dark mode jerseys to wear, but clearly Connor Laid has failed in that regard week in and week out uh as we i'm not even gonna let you comment connor because it, it's been an epic fail for you i mean clearly I, mean, I think i keep leaving them on the desk up there and someone keeps taking them so whoever is taking them it's it's on them that's for sure matt I, maybe as, daniel edelman's got someone in there taking these dark mode jerseys i think he's he's uh clothing all of war in new jersey i'm not sure well, interestingly enough, that's a perfect little lead-in because uh, as Daniel Edelman gives us some time here on Red Bull Weekly, uh, he joins us from home. And I'm going to start this, Daniel, by saying um, professional soccer player, 18 years old, New Jersey kid, recently graduated high school, recently captained New York Red Bull 2 in a match. Of all of those things, which is the one that you're you're most excited about? Yeah, I mean – it's, it's got to be captaining uh, Rebel 2 the other night. That was a really special and cool moment for me, you know, being the age I'm at and, you know, the team's history and, you know, New York Red Bulls. Like, it was just a, a, you know, a moment I'll remember forever now. You know, like, you know, the staff, everyone really trusted me and knew that I could take on that role and, you know, a very good game against a, a good opponent. And, you know, you know, there's been a lot going on recently for me, but, you know, it's got it's definitely got to be uh, getting the armband. So so tell me real quick, how do you balance it all out? Right. Because you're going through a stage of life of, of to your point. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of different things um, thinking about school, thinking about this, thinking about that, playing as a professional soccer player. How do you balance it all out to make sure that at the end of the day you're on good level ground? Yeah, no, but I mean, back when high school was still, you know, school was still happening, it was definitely, definitely challenging to balance it all, you know, like got to focus in on the, the books and then got to show up for training and, you know, do everything little, study the, study the opponent, um, focusing on graduating and, you know, meeting requirements and stuff. But I think I definitely handled it well and, you know, I was able to, graduate enjoy that and then you know also still go to practices and you know take the time in that I needed because you know now it's it's a job and it's 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 real now and you know this is it's my choice and you know I did what I did with school and I was able to you know get the cap and gown and celebrate that which was you know super happy and great great moment um but then again you know back with soccer it's finding a way to, you know, know the opponent, train every day, and, you know, get back to the grind. We saw we saw the cap and gown that you got decked out. You got Red Bull 2 patch on there, the number. Yeah. Tell us a little bit, of what what is it like? I know you, you're managing school and professional soccer player, but what is it really like as a, you know, 17, 18-year-old professional soccer player? You know, are your friends just like, 
totally wowed? Are, are you treated differently? Or are you the, still the same old guy? Yeah, I mean, like, it definitely treated differently. Like, you know, at, at a graduation, the ceremony, you know, everyone's coming up to me being like, oh, wow, that's a, that's a different cap, isn't it? You know, like, everyone else has their college on it, and I've got the, the Red Bull logo, you know. Mom wanted to do something fun, and I I, I was on board with that. Um, but, you know, again, like, even going to some prom or, you know, the graduation, you know, party or whatever it is, you know, everyone's coming up to me and just, you know, they're super curious about it because, you know, it's it's definitely not normal for someone my age to be in the position they are, and I'm super thankful for that, um, you know, where I've gotten today. But, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely funny hearing – you know, my friends and their questions that they have, you know, like, so what's your schedule or can I, can you, can you sign this so I can sell it later or something, you know, funny <laughs> stuff like that, those kids, you know, they're not really understanding it. They're just seeing it as like, wow, he's a professional player, you know, but it, it, it's cool. You know what the, you know what the good part about that answer, Daniel, is I think a lot of people, Connor would probably try and say the opposite. No, I'm not treated any differently. No, everything's the same. Um, Daniel, I, I love the honesty because, you know, you're not the average everyday high school student. You've signed a professional package. You know, think of it for you when you make that decision in March of this past year, you signed the deal um, after spending several years within PEA, then coming to the Red Bull Academy, then signing a professional contract. Walk me through kind of the process of that. You know, I PDA, obviously, well-respected club within the state of New Jersey, has a, has a nice partnership in some ways with the Red Bull Academy when players are ready to make that jump. For you, what was the decision-making process of going from one to the next? Yeah, no, I mean, definitely PDA. They, they really helped me develop, like, everything that is a foundation for my game. And I think going to Red Bulls was, you know, a great decision for me. I mean, I think I was ready, you know, taking it to the next level, you know, PDA, I feel like, you know, they could only get me so far and, you know, then Red Bulls really took over and, you know, they brought out another side of my game, which, you know, the different play style that Red Bulls has, you know, it's completely different. And I think it was, it's super beneficial for me now that, you know, with PDA making that transition to Red Bulls and, and uh, where I've gone with Red Bull too, you know, been with the first team, um, a few times, like it, it's only going to help me out, and you know, can only thank PDA for you know what they did, and then the Rebels Academy as well. Daniel, talk us through a little bit your playing style. I mean, I I referred to you a little bit as Jekyll and Hyde, kind of before you came on here in our opening, and you know, off the field, you're probably one of the nicest kids I've I've ever met, and very <laughs> humble, very down to earth. But you step on that field, and man, you're an animal. You, you know, you got the fire, you're, you're, you're laying your body off all over the field. You're, you're, uh, you've accumulated some yellow cards this year. You're getting stuck yeah. in yelling at refs. I mean, where's that fire come from? Yeah, no, I mean, I, for a long time or whatever it is, you know, I've always just had a chip on my shoulder and it's just like, you know, I'm just kind of trying to prove myself day in and day out, you know, like, you know, size has always been the, the, the flaw that I've heard from everyone, you know, and I think like, that's not really a, a validated reason. Like, of course, you know, that's something that I want to get better. I get bigger and stronger, but I'm still going to be, you know, and all over the place on the field and leave my heart on the field every game, uh, you know, sliding, diving, just sacrificing everything on the line in any game, whatever it is. And, you know, yeah, I mean, I definitely can get into it a few times, <laughs> you know, head goes crazy. And I think, 
that's just like how how I am, you know, take initiative, lead by example. I'm not scared of anyone, anyone older than that. Like if I'm on the pitch with you, then I belong here and I'm going to do my thing. I love that. Love that answer. I mean, it's it's evident by watching you for sure. But take us through kind of what you're like off the field. Are you are you as as kind of like not re, not shy, but like a little reserved like that, or are you definitely a little bit more of that you're not showing us? Tell who yeah. are you off the field? Yeah, no, off the field, I, you know, I think I'm definitely, yeah, I could say reserved. I mean, I definitely. Definitely guys like to pick on me, I think, a lot, you know, get on me. I'm just like – I'm just that guy that everyone, you know, has banter with or, you know. But I, I think uh, I think I'm, I'll, I'll step in every now and then, have a conversation with a guy or, you know, like to have fun with a few guys. But, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely just – I'm head down, driven, focused uh, most of the time. But, you know, everyone's got to have fun, you know. My reading this right, if I went to I as you as Connor, you were talking, I tried to do some quick research because we like to just be able to get information out there as quick as we can. You said a few yellow cards. I, I see eight on the USL stat board. Is that correct? Yeah, it's uh yeah, I do. I, I think I was leading. I had like five straight yellow cards in a game or six. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty crazy. I you know, I think you know, my tackling um, a few of them, like, obviously, I didn't think they were fouls. And, you know, some sometimes, you know, a reaction might not be the best. But, you know, that's all part of learning. And I think, you know, with the – and then with the style, like, it just brought out, like, I think, I, I think I've turned up my aggressive side, definitely, like, playing as a six here with the Red Bulls. You know, it's it's totally different. And, you know, sometimes you, just, you get a card and you got you to move on. All right. So, so, so listen, Connor, before you go, I got to hop in because as a as a parent with three kids, all of whom were or are still involved with soccer at one point or another, when any of them and all of them have done it, gotten a yellow card, there's usually a conversation. So when you go home, do you still have those conversations or can you now say, listen, I'm a professional. I don't need to talk. I'm not going to get yelled at anymore because I got a yellow card when I walk in the door. Oh, no, it's definitely it's it's not good when I get home, you know, maybe I drive off after the game and go for a little drive someplace else other than home. Because yeah, when I get home, the mom and dad are definitely like, stop talking to the ref or stop. Like you have to be smart. You know, they're, uh, they're definitely looking out for me and they, you know, the negative connotation with the yellow card. Um, but I mean, I tell them like, Hey, like it's, it's a part of the game right now. Like, you know, if I, like the the fouls these fouls yeah i gotta figure it out to try to not make the ref you know give the card or whatever but sometimes you know it, it is what it is and i just gotta keep learning listen if there's one thing you're never gonna get yelled at for in the red bull system is being aggressive yes. and i you've you've definitely got that down i think yeah i think you'll find a way you know as you get older you, you'll learn the tricks of the trade and you know maybe avoiding some of these yellows but listen keep doing what you're doing buddy because it's working um for me, like what, or I, I want to go back for a second because you said some guys have picked on you a little bit in the locker room. It, give us a little bit of some of that banter that goes in. What are they getting on you for, and kind of who who's that ringleader? Yeah, I no, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping notes over here. Yeah, no, you should definitely know. I mean, it's it's the leader of the pack, Jake Lacaba. I mean, he's always uh, always itching, scratching my back, getting on me for all these little things, <laughs> bothering me. 
but you know it's just like you know i i i like they say i show up late to certain stuff and i'm never i'm never late and they're always goofing off with me around that or you know i i leave something around you know just little just little stuff like that that everybody else does but they just want to do it to me because you know i i, I mean i can take it and I, th I think it's honestly funny and you know i'm not afraid to snap back at you or anything like that or you know go at you you know connor you will have probably a opportunity before me because of the way the schedule works out i think i am covering the september 15th game for new york red bull too you'll probably have one before that and i can tell you right now daniel i'm gonna get all over lacava on the air <laughs> As a, as a as a bully, I mean that's just we can't yeah. have that anymore, can we? No, we you know we can't definitely be critical of him because he deserves it. No, he, he's definitely. Uh, I mean, I love him. You know, we're we've gone we've gotten so close together. He's probably my number one guy on the team right now. You know, uh, bonding really well. Um, I th I think it's it's super fun. You know, he's uh, a little over the top sometimes though. <laughs> couple more minutes with Daniel Edelman, who gives us some time here on our Red Bull Weekly Podcast, brought to you by NJIT. Daniel, continue with that thread, because uh, Connor and I had on Sean McCafferty a couple of weeks ago talking about the Academy through Red Bull 2, and, and I think Sean was very high on this kind of crop of players in that 15 through 20 age bracket. So you're smack dab in the middle about not just the talent, but the camaraderie, um, and, and the togetherness that this group has kind of shown, even in what's been an up and down season for New York Red Bull too. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, we've struggled with results so far. And, you know, I think that's something that obviously we can work on, you know, finding ways to win games. But honestly, like the players and the potential for all these young guys, you know, coming in from the academy and, you know, even some of the 19, 20 year olds that we have on the team, like, there's, there's still a lot there to offer and everyone, you know, we're still working, but I think the next step for the team as a whole is just, you know, getting the chemistry up because all of us, you know, the young guys, especially like, you know, for them to be playing in games right now with older men, you know, we don't really have a lot of veterans on our team. And I think they've really stepped up and, you know, handled the pressure uh, very well. And I think as a role for me and like, you know, someone like Omar So, Jake Lacava, Jeremy Raffanello, you know, we've got to take that, role to like help them out you know we're not even we're still young in our careers but we still got to be the ones that are right by their side and supporting them you know so you know they can get to where to where we are with the with the second team you know which is absolutely a possibility then i want to take a couple couple questions here a couple rapid fire ones get to know you a little bit better yeah. maybe a little bit about your personality all right yeah of course Favorite Red Bull player of all time? Who? I mean, like, this isn't supposed no, to be. No, no pressure either, Daniel, I, that you're talking to a former Red Bull player. Well, no pressure gonna, at all. He's going to like the response because I've I've been asked this question before, and, I mean, it does happen to be, I mean, Connor Lade. I oh, mean, come maybe on, I, man. I don't know. Maybe I heard that through passing. I don't yeah, know. He I, probably did. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Way, way too easy of a question. Way Sorry. too easy. You didn't have to do me like that. <laughs> That's why you're my man. That's why you're my man. Wait, no, wait, wait a second, Connor. Before you even go anymore, I would say now I know why maybe guys pick on him. Because, oh, yeah, Connor, he's, he's my favorite. Yeah, he had me on the Red Bull Weekly Podcast. <laughs> he's my guy. Now he's going to get picked. All you did was set him up to be picked on more this week. I had to be honest. I'll take it. Come on. 
hey, you got me in your corner. I'd be happy to come in the locker room and throw some stick other guys' way. So you let me know, and I'm there in a second, all right? Sounds good. <laughs> uh, all right, this is a big one. Taylor Ham or Pork Roll? What is it? Taylor Ham. That's you're my guy. The, you're my guy. Total nonsense again. Mute, Matt, we're we're gonna mute Matt. Total nonsense. Come on, Matt. <laughs> uh, first celebrity crush. First celebrity crush. Ooh, that is tough. Um, mine was Mariah Carey. There you go. You got mine, Mariah Matt. Carey. Honestly, mine is probably act actress uh, Alexandra Daddario. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she was in a few movies back. And yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're breaking the ice here, man. Uh, let's see. What's the one app on your phone you use the most? The one app? Uh, probably Instagram. Okay. Who's the one player that you've modeled your game after? Uh, just general player? Yep. Uh, I mean, I've always looked up to Steven Gerrard uh in terms of just like the player and person he is um play style most likely is probably you know tiago sergio busquets someone like that nice figured you would have said connor laid yeah i mean it's already implied but he he's got the yelling at the ref part down very well so that's that's great (laughs) (laughs) um if you had to play another professional sport what would it be basketball no question yeah, big basketball guy. Yeah, definitely. I was. I played. I played freshman year in high school. You know, defensive animal on the court. I can see that for sure. Who's your Who's your team? My team. I'm a I'm a, I'm a Toronto Raptor fan. Interesting. How yeah. How did that happen? I was because he's, he's a bandwagon guy. That's clearly <laughs> the answer right there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like Raptors, and I'm oh yeah, they won a championship way before the. They, they won the chip. I mean, I was, I don't know, it, it came across. I just, I found a sudden interest in DeMar DeRozan, one of the, one of the players that was on them. So, okay. Yeah. All right. What's the, what's the one show that you binge? Ooh, I mean, I pen, I think I finished it in two days, Outer Banks on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Let's go, Matt, Outer Banks guy. I am not an Outer Banks guy, though oh. it gets though it gets watched in my house religiously because I have three boys that are all involved with it's, that show. It's it's it can't, it's so good. <laughs> all right, then one guilty pleasure. What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, ooh, I mean, it's got it's got to be like some ooh. Cake, maybe. Cake. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, I could honestly see so many different things going through your head that you. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to. need yeah. to make sure that you said something proper, and cake, I guess, will fly as an okay answer. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, but cake will we're, go. We'll go with we're cake. going off air for the real one. So, <laughs> good. There, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone watching is going to appreciate your, your uh, ability to restrain that answer. So that's good. Um. And then one piece of advice for uh, for the young academy players out there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I had to tell these guys, I think it's you know, you just gotta you gotta almost do the extra work. I think I think that's so important at a young age. You know, you go to training and you know you could you know train well or whatever. But I think it's 
the important stuff that you do before or after that really separates you from the pack. You know, I think uh, anything that you can work on, whether that's even just study uh, studying film and studying yourself, watching games, watching games of other players. I think that's what I did at a young age that, that really benefited me um, to, to get where I am today. So I think those guys really got to take that into, into account. I probably don't say this often enough, but Connor, that was a really good list of questions to ask. I mean, we're just trying to get to know the young man. I obviously had to start with the top favorite Red Bull player of all time. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, Zach, for hooking me up with that answer. But uh, <laughs> no, we, we want to get to know you because obviously you're one of the rising stars coming through this system. And, you know, we, we're thrilled with watching you on the field, what you've been doing. But we want to get to know who you are off the field. So, yeah, we want to see that. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Dan, Daniel, tell me this before we kind of start to wrap up and let you go. Tell me this. As as a player who's 18, Connor I, just made me think of this question. You're now somebody that the academy players 13, 14, 15 look up to, but you still have another step or steps in your career to get to the next level. What does it feel like for you to still be looking up but also know that you're a role model for those that are underneath you? Yeah, I mean, that's like <laughs> – already you know i you know it's almost thinking like when i'm later in my career like 20 20 late late 20s 30s you know like that's when i really think that i'm a, a role model or kids like look up to me but even now like it's it's incredible and it's really special that like people in the academy like still younger kids like look up to someone my age you know you know i think those younger kids almost just look up to you know players that are you know in the big leagues or whatever but you know they actually do look up to kids in in the system that have played there and kids my age you know and I think all I can do is just keep working and showing them that you know from PDA to Rebels Academy Rebels too you know these steps really will will get you a long way last one Daniel and you just made me think of this uh in that last answer and that would be you said late 20s 30s Tell me where Daniel Edmond wants to be in the next three or four years. I'm, I, don't worry about the next 10. Tell me about the next two, three, four years. What do you see for the future for yourself? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm definitely hoping within the next year, two years, to be walking out of Red Bull Arena and then, you know, eventually um, heading over to, to Europe, whether that be any club in Europe or Le Leipzig, Salzburg, you know, any one of those clubs. I mean, that's the ultimate goal, what I've been dreaming of since I was a little kid, you know, playing over in Europe. But I think I'm focused on, you know, finishing out with Red Bulls too and then get hopefully, you know, taking my opportunity with the first team. Can't wait to have you back on uh, in a future episode and find out actually who is your favorite Red Bull player all time rather than the fluff answer that you gave us earlier. But I, I, I will say this, Connor, and I'll let you have the final word. Really fun to have you on. Um, I've enjoyed watching you play this year in, in the time that I've been able to catch a Red Bull 2 game, either broadcasting it in between the MLS games and just watching um, when I have the opportunity and look forward to watching you again on September 15th. No, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be – once you get to – you know, I'm hoping that one day you're at Red Bull Arena, I'll be there with an Edelman jersey on. So you better come over and sign it after the game, buddy, all right? Perfect.
That is New York Red Bull 2 midfielder Daniel Edelman. We wrap up our latest episode of New York Red Bull Weekly. Thanks for joining us as always. For Connor Laid, this is Matt Harmon. All of us here at the New York Red Bull Radio Network appreciate your comments, suggestions, and thoughts along the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. Enjoy the match coming up on Saturday as New York plays host to Chicago. Thank you.